you people. <laughs> oh, topical, Dale. Yeah. Hey, Internet. I said it. You uh, think we'll get canceled? No. No one No one pays us for this. Do you we think, do this. Do you think Sportsnet? Can I cancel you? You could try. <laughs> I mean, Dale, stop, you stop showing up at my house once a week to <laughs> fucking scream into a microphone for According an hour. According to your schedule. <laughs> Dale. Uh, hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online or offline and explain why they're done for caring. Uh, hey, I'm your co-host, Eric Boland. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. And joining us this week is extra special new co-host, Don Cherry, yeah. who uh, is finds himself out of a job. Hey, guys, love to be here. <laughs> you know, not your finest impression, but also... Now that I don't have a job because I'm horrendous as a personality <laughs> and people have hated me apparently for 40 years, <laughs> but they finally fired me now. I, don't, I just don't... So for those of you, uh, maybe you're listening to this from another country... Uh, maybe you're not that familiar with who Don Cherry is. Don Cherry has been uh, a beloved Canadian media figure. I'm going to say beloved loosely. He was a former hockey player and then a former hockey coach. And then I think pretty much my entire life. He's been on Hockey Night in Canada. He's been on Hockey Night in Canada. For 38 years. So like literally when I was one... Yeah, he did. Old. He started Coach's Corner. He got the job. Because he coached until, I can't remember, but I think I think he started Coach's Corner in 1980 and he coached till 1975 or something. But, oh, he won Coach of the Year for the Boston Bruins in 1976 in the NHL. So that's some Sir's street cred, if you ask me. Um, so, again, cultural introduction to Canada. So Canada takes its hockey very seriously. A little too seriously sometimes. Even though hockey is not Canada's national sport. It actually, it is Canada's national co-sport. You know how I know this, Derek? Because you did some research before. I played lacrosse Okay. when lacrosse was Canada's national sport. But then while I was, because pl- I only played for two years, guess how many goals I scored? Zero? Zero. Okay. I, I played defense, <laughs> but I also sucked very hardly at hardly at H- hardly. I, you I hardly sucked. I didn't hardly suck. I sucked a large <laughs> amount at the sport. I did not score goals. I think I got one or two assists in two years, but and lacrosse is a high scoring. Like the the scores in lacrosse games are usually like 18, 14, aren't they? There's yeah, a lot they're, of goals they're in between CFL and NHL. Well. <laughs> No, because now NHL scores go up to 10, which they never did three years ago. But yeah, so it's a higher scoring game than it's in between hockey and football. Tangent factory. Uh, So anyways, I was going to finish. Sorry. So the whole reason we started talking about lacrosse was the whole reason you started talking because about lacrosse, lacrosse is what people ladies Dale was a lacrosse player lacrosse. Is still Canada's national sport, but it's Canada's national summer sport, and hockey is Canada's national winter sport. I didn't even know lacrosse was a summer sport. I thought it was played. Well, there's. Funny you should mention that, Derek, (laughs) because there's actually two different versions of the games. There's what we what most people know as lacrosse is actually called box lacrosse, and that is when you play it in a hockey arena and everybody has the same like stick. But there is also field lacrosse where you wear less pads. And some dudes, I don't understand it. They have like a 10-foot stick. 
I don't know what the fuck it's for, but they play it on like a soccer sized thing. So I guess if the defenders or whatever have these 10 foot sticks and they just fucking whip it around, I don't understand. I don't know. There's not like as much hitting or any. So anyways, back to Don Cherry. Okay. So Canadians love, thank you, Yale, for that uh, educational, that Canadian moment. No problem. us in lacrosse. The one or two facts I have stored up here, I'm always willing to share. <laughs> um, Canadians love hockey. Uh, for the past, what, 40, 50 years, 60 years, longer possibly, every yeah. Saturday night there has been uh, Hockey Night in Canada, which is a television program where they air two, two hockey games. Back yeah, to back, back to back. Right? Yeah. Always featuring Canadian teams. During... The first intermission yep. of the first game yep. that they would air every weekend since 1981, uh, there were two co-hosts, two co-hosts, Don Cherry, Ron McLean. Don Cherry is like this brash uh, egomaniac in suits. Uh, he was, uh, you know, a former coach of the Boston Bruins. Uh, One coach of the year. I covered this. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, we're setting the stage for uh, as Don Cherry got older, he already had some problematic views, probably having coached a sports team in Boston, which is not known as... As we covered in a couple (laughs) episodes ago when we talked about that comedian and Derek said just how racist most Philadelphians are and that Bostonians are even a little bit worse... So you got a, a guy who's who coached in the seventies when racism was still not okay, but more palatable to the general audience. Plus, he was coaching a hockey team, yeah. Which hockey didn't even see its first African American player until Weeks. Was it Kevin Weeks? I think it was Kevin Weeks. No, it wasn't. I think the first black player was on Boston, which kind of shoots our whole point right in the skate, eh? Skate instead of foot. Willie Elnori is a Canadian former professional ice hockey player known for being the first black player in the National Hockey League. He played as a winger for the Boston Bruins. Dale. Dale No Stuff. Dale won trivia night. Um, uh, how about we call this Dale No Stuff Factory? Wasn't it? When was? When did he play, Derek? Uh, 1958. Oh, so we're just... Disregard everything we just said. And he was blind in his right eye due to being hit there by a puck two years earlier, uh, which would have normally excluded him from playing in the NHL, but he kept it a secret uh, and played, had an NHL career while being blind in one eye. Wow. African-American and blind in one eye. He beat all the odds. I guess you could say he's... Don't. The first Manny Maholtra. Isn't that the guy who played? Jesus Christ. Because he played for the Canucks. And you then, can't say that on a Vancouver. Manny Malhotra was like a hero. Yeah, but he got Vancouver. cut from the Canucks because he was almost blind in one eye. He got. He, I think he retired. No, they said he couldn't play. The GM was like, we're not going to let you play. And he's like, I understand your decision. And then he went to Arizona where apparently they don't give a fuck. And he played a couple more seasons. Are you... I can't believe I have so much more hockey knowledge than you, Derek. I'm just looking. Does that kind of make your soul wither inside? No. Considering how I hated hockey. Yeah, up until you started nine doing years fantasy, ago? fantasy hockey? No, what happened was when I was working at the Calgary Sun, we used to watch all the hockey games. And I was like, oh, I fucking hate hockey. I don't want to watch this. 
But watching hockey while you're at work is better than not watching anything at work. Plus, through the sun, I got some free tickets to go see live hockey. And that's what actually sold me on the game. I mean, I did go have I did have to go see the Calgary Flames, which of the three Western teams are my third favorite. But uh, yeah, see Carolina Hurricanes and Montreal Canadiens. Oh, he didn't play Arizona in Arizona. No, so I don't actually have more hockey knowledge than you. Well, you were you, you were right in that he could. T- I just stopped paying attention after he left the Vancouver Canucks. And well, it makes sense because I've only liked hockey for like nine years. <laughs> as I was just saying, yeah, but no, I, in high school I fucking hated the game. Because I went to high school with hockey players and they were all shitty. They ran the school and they had a better life than me. They were way more popular than me. Girls liked them and they were stronger than me and they picked on me and I didn't get to be cool. And it's not because I was a dork or awkward or anything. It is for those reasons. It is all their fault for their exclusionary clique tactics and nothing to do with my obnoxious personality at all. It might have had a little bit. To do with the fact that both your personality and your stylistic choices basically screamed, I'm a big obnoxious dork, please bully me. Yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe I'd get get an in because I played lacrosse with them, but apparently wearing nail polish kind of put me back out. Yeah. You never tried pulling the whole, hey, we both play Canada's national sport. Well, though, see, I played lacrosse with the hockey players because... What? Google is listening to this we podcast that we're going to put it on the internet? Anyway. Do you think we'll get more famous if they're like, here's some problematic podcast out of Canada, and then we get international fame because Google just started? I, I would take it. Do you think it's because I said, are you going to Google it? And it's been recording since we've been talking about. I mean, it's always recording. That's they're true. always listening. Yeah, it's a good thing we're 40 and we don't do anything exciting anymore. Yeah, I put one in my bathroom and I was like, hope they like listening to old white guys poop. <laughs> in your face, Google. See, the best way to get spyware to stop recording me is to have spyware record me, get disgusted, and then stop recording me. Which is a good, I guess that's like a life hack. Put the spyware in your bathroom, then they'll listen to you shit slash shower slash masturbate and be like all right we're not going to record this guy anymore he can do all the crimes he wants we don't care i totally lost my train of thought. oh so why is he masturbating while shitting <laughs> so efficient, efficient. <laughs> so efficient can we do go know, back do you know do you know what that's called it's called a roast turkey dinner okay gross like, I'm a fan of a good euphemism, but that one just conjures up a whole world of unsanitary well, images. Canada's gone through Thanksgiving. It's only the Americans who have to deal with that subtle image in their head True. while they're eating Thanksgiving. Good thing we don't have any American listeners. Yeah. I mean, we probably lost them by now. Yeah, definitely. I know Kate's tuned out entirely. So. I mean, us ragging on how mean... U.S. people are to us because they think we're snobby, even though Canadians are obviously snobby towards the States. We are. We have uh, manufactured... uh, Anyway, fuck! Where do we... (laughs) So Don Cherry uh, has been the co-host of this program for a very long time, uh, and, you know, he's gotten progressively... He was always very... 
xenophobic. Okay, we could say that, yeah. Because everybody wants – okay, I just – this is one thing that's nitpicky for me, not because I'm trying to defend on Terry, because I'm trying to say he's actually worse than you think he is. Because everybody keeps calling him a racist because that's like today's big word that you're not supposed to be able to come back. Like if you say something, somebody like, well, you're a racist, obviously you're a bad person and there's no coming back from that. But Don Cherry doesn't just hate people from a different race. He hates people the same color as him who are of the same race but are of a different nationality. He hates Swedes, Finns, Russians. He probably hates European white people more than he hates ethnic people. I can't tell if that's a defense of him or if you're... No. So what I'm saying is he's not racist. He's xenophobic. He hates pretty much everybody who's not Canadian. Yeah. I guess he likes some Americans because he was in Boston. And Americans, yeah. And he likes North Americans specifically, so but he hates white North Americans. He hates all races and his own race and just basically anybody who's not Canadian. So that's racism plus all the white races. Uh, he was, uh, yeah, he he famously would like rag on European players and Russian yeah. players all the time. Um, Saying they're soft and they're wimps. Yeah, he famously, he coached a uh, minor minor league. I think it was an AHL or an OHL junior team uh, and famously refused to roster any European or Russians at all. And I think someone posted their uh, win-loss record and he won like nine games in three seasons yeah, by that's... only rostering. Canadian players. That's not enough. There's a reason why people have been picking up Euro players. It's because they're really good. good. They're good players. Yeah. Um, so do we want to do like a little – oh, and one more thing is that – so Don Cherry was fired due to some comments he made last weekend – over yeah. uh, Remembrance Day and poppies and immigrants, which I will let Dale okay. share in a moment. In a moment. Okay. First, yeah. I want to point out he was 85 years old. Yeah, that's way too old to still be on the air. That's like, yeah. If you're 85 years old and you're, you know, you were racist to start, at that point, your brain is like just a quivering mass of jello. And yeah. all you can do is like, I'm surprised he didn't drop an end bomb on the air every time. <laughs> like 85. What else are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to be racist. So I'm just going to roll this word out because it was popular a couple of years ago, but he's an octogenarian and that does not uh, kind of lend itself well to being verbose and uh, not stumbling over your words. Cause one thing about Don Cherry in the last couple seasons is every time you see him on air, besides being offended by whatever he has to say by calling people like either too wimpy to play or too foreign to play in the NHL, he usually stumbles over his words and you're just like, huh? And the poppy rant, which is, I guess we're just going to call it the poppy rant, which he got fired for, is not different like he stumbles a bit in it and uh should we just read it or do you want to say some more give some more backstory uh i think i i just want to give a brief history of some of the comments yeah. he's made before yeah um, one of the main things that came out of this was all the detractors who were like i can't believe it took this long yeah because this the, like we'll go over the comments and then we'll go over his most recent comments and then yeah. like 
this is just like the latest in a long string of like mm-hmm. pretty offensive things John Cherry said. Uh, yeah. For some reason, this was the straw that that broke the uh, the broadcaster's back. But I think it was probably because Sportsnet. I don't want to talk ill of them, but they took over Hockey Night in Canada in 2014 or 15. So CBC is a state-owned broadcasting network Federal. in Canada. Whatever. Um, it's owned by the government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was where Hockey Night in Canada lived until... I think 2015. Um, and then Sportsnet, which is a privately owned... Uh, sports network, probably similar to ESPN, purchased yeah. the rights to Hockey Night in Canada, and as a result, Don Cherry and Rob McLean, his co-host, moved over to this other network. So this was four, four or five years ago. I can't remember exactly. And Don Cherry was 80 at the time, and he had had 35 years of problematic stuff. And They were still like, hey, you know who needs that a job? Like, you know what? <laughs> you know what we hate, what we like more then we hate your offensiveness. We like money, so come aboard. And the funny thing was, they wanted to axe Ron McClain and just keep Don Cherry. And Don Cherry was like, I'm not doing it without Ron McClain. So in some ways, I guess Don Cherry's a good guy some of the time. But like that, I'm only bringing this up because that's the type of company Sportsnet was, was they wanted to keep him on and then they wanted to axe Ron McClain like, He's basically the nice co-host. He's like the sweet to go along with the Don Cherry. Ron McClain was, yeah, definitely the the straight man to John Cherry's uh, unhinged ranting lunatic. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, uh, a history of comments. Uh, He's made uh, controversial remarks about the indigenous community. Um, Basically, uh, what was it? Oh, Cherry McLean in 2007 got into a heated debate over NHL left winger Chris Simon's 30-game suspension. Uh, Simon is of Ojibwa descent from the... Uh, I'm not even going to try pronouncing that. Let first. me see. Move your finger. Wait, where is he? The Wikwemkung. Nice, Dale. Uh, why wouldn't some kids feel like they haven't gotten a fair shake in life? McLean asked. Fair shake in life. Go out and get your own fair shake in life and work for it. Don't give me that stuff. Cherry replied. Uh, on women at hockey games, Don Cherry said, when you come to the games, keep your eyes on the puck. I'm telling you, I've seen some awful smacks and it's always a woman yapping away there. Look at the game, Cherry said. Uh, in 2010, Cherry appeared as a special guest for the inaugural meeting of Toronto City Council. Uh, which was famously presided over by Rob Ford. Oh, uh, also a problematic old white guy. And uh, Cherry said, I'm being ripped to shreds by the left-wing pinko newspapers out there. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying you should call people pinkos. I'm just saying it's funny it's a, it's when a good you call burn. people comp pinkos. Uh, what else? You know, he just, he hated, he didn't like women. He didn't like Europeans. He definitely didn't like Muslims. He was like a very, like, picture that relative of yours yeah. on Facebook. So all of them. You, but you know the one, or maybe the handful of them, which yeah. are like, they're the climate change deniers. They refer to Justin Trudeau as Justin Turdo and think <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world. 
It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world. It's not pinko left funny, but it's pretty bad. They yeah, they uh they hate leftists and Turdo. like rent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Turdo. laughs> uh but that's basically what Don Cherry is. Like yeah. he, he is a caricature of all like that archetype of person that he yeah. is now. So basically one of the problems is like Derek saying, he is the caricature of out of touch old white guy who is a little too unaccepting of change for people. And this has brought him like, I'm not going to defend the guy. Like I said before, he's said enough wrong shit that he deserves getting shit upon. But I feel like a lot of people are just kind of piling on as a sort of, Virtue signal where they're like, I hate Don Cherry, so that makes me a good person. Does everybody know that I don't agree with Don Cherry, so I'm a good person? Like, that's what it feels like some of these statements are, and they're not all like, I don't feel like everybody is like, oh, I feel so bad for the plight of these people that he's calling out, but they're just like, I hate Don Cherry. Well, that's just like, you know, Don Cherry has long had problematic views. Yeah. But it didn't stop anyone from tuning into Hockey Night in Canada to watch oh, the yeah. hockey games. It, it didn't stop anyone from he uh, people liked him enough that he demanded Ron McLean get hired on just so he would keep doing it and they agreed to do that. Yeah. Like I don't think and I think this is true of like you raise a good point, but I think this is true of like most outrage culture right now is oh, that yeah. like people are reacting so that you know that they think racism is bad. Yeah, virtue signaling. Yeah. Which I just want to say, everybody keep doing this because me and Derek have made a non-living with our podcast for almost three years now off of all these people just being outraged when they shouldn't be. And If you could actually do it more so that we yeah. can find a way to turn that non-living into living. Actually, what you should do is when you're complaining about stuff online that is stupid you should also talk about our podcast so people know that if they want to hear us talk about how down if if people want to hear us complain about people complaining they could should come to our source and then i don't know maybe we got don cherry rich yeah, I, 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 I take some Don Cherry money. I mean, I'm not working until I'm 85. I'll no, say that right now. Absolutely not. But I could definitely handle some Don Cherry Skrilla. I kind of lost track where we were. Are you still going through his history? No. So he's he hates Europeans. Yeah. He hates Russians. He hates brown people. He hates uh, soft. He hates effeminate men. Yeah. He would routinely use... And, uh, like, given the time, like, it was normal, but he would, like you know, um, refer to men as women in a disparaging, like, as an insult. So basically everybody before 10 years ago. No, I never did that. Yeah, you did. Bro. I never. Bro. Damn, I can hear you, man. Oh, just edit it out. Okay, good call. Nobody's going to hear it. (laughs) It's just, just, like, edit it so it'll be like... Bro, you said that and then cut it out. So it's like, bro, you're the best. <laughs> you said <laughs> that you rescue babies. It'd be so funny if you went back and it ended out 
every time I tried to say you're wrong and it was like, bro. And it's like, you are completely right. <laughs> I agree mind. with your opinion. Okay. You need to start talking like that. <laughs> Everything you say, just do, yeah. do the emotionless robot voice. It'll be like the Google voice. Yeah. But it'll replace me. Do you want to do Don? What did Don Cherry say this time, Dale? I thought we were riffing. No, well, we were, but then do I. Do you want me to read now? You, yeah, go read. Read your. Okay, so I don't. Ladies, Dale's gonna read something for you now. Ladies, I apologize in advance. I still read out loud like I'm in grade four. <laughs> okay, so what I did, I just want to give some backstory of why I'm gonna read what John Cherry said. I don't know. I I, I just kind of like feel like I'm defending him too much. Anyway, so what happened, I know what I noticed happening Wait, was... Wait, why are you defending him? I'm not defending him. But what annoyed me was people kept pr- taking out inserts of his poppy rant and then just lambasting him for that. And I don't know if... Uh, like, I like to give the whole... Oh, fuck, what's that word? I just turned into Don Cherry and got, like, vocabulary Alzheimer's. Context. <laughs> I want to give people context. So what happened was, the backstory is, a couple of years ago, Don Cherry made this poppy promo where he's like, I think he's in France, and he's in one of the Canadian graveyards of all the soldiers from World War One or World War Two. I think it's World War One because it's Ypres. Is that how you say it? Ypres? Just keep Ypres? Anyways, so he has this promo where he's talking about the soldiers, Isn't and he's like... Ypres? Sure. <laughs> so, uh... And he's like... Oh, it's Belgium. You can tell he's like choking up. It's not in France? No. Well, anyways. Belgium. A million French people died there. That's why I keep thinking of it. French. Nailed it. What? Ypres. Ypres. Oh. Then why don't they spell it Ypres instead of Ypres? <laughs> anyways. So he has this promo of him in this graveyard. And he's, he's saying these people died for you. Go spend a couple dollars, buy a poppy. And then, so, smash cut to Coach's Corner, and he's telling Ron McLean and the people, he says this, Yo, I was talking to a veteran. I said, I'm not going to run the poppy thing anymore because that's, what's the sense? I live in Mississauga and nobody wears, uh, uh, very few people wear a pop poppy. Downtown Toronto, forget about it. Downtown Toronto, nobody wears a poppy, and I'm not gonna. And he says, wait a minute, how about running it for the people who buy them now? Now you go to the small cities and you know, you know, those the rows on rows, you people love, you, ye come in here, whatever it is, you love our way of life, you love our milk and honey, at least you could pay a couple bucks for poppies or something like that. These guys paid for your way of life that you enjoy in Canada. These guys paid the P, uh, the biggest price. Anyhow, I'm going to run it again for you great people and good Canadians that bought a poppy. I'm still going to run it anyhow. And then Ron McLean says, love you for it and gives a thumbs up. So if that, I should have just said that if I stumbled when I read that that was like Don Cherry talking. Yeah, I, I legitimately thought that's what it was. Okay. So the re- one of the reasons I wanted to transcribe this was. So that when I read it, people who haven't heard Don Cherry lately can hear how he stumbles on his words. And he says weird stuff like land of milk and honey. Yeah, which is not a Canadian thing at all. We're like the land of uh, yeah. snow and more snow. Yeah. Caribou? Coincidentally, Elf? 
I was thinking about Beaver? this. Like, you know how everybody's like, oh, the land Routine? of milk and honey, how it's like supposed to be like gravy. Yeah. Gravy and potatoes. <laughs> but anyways, people say the land of milk and honey, like that's supposed to mean it's a utopia. But you can get milk and honey for like six bucks. The funniest for both thing, of them. the best reaction to this, uh, Lorna, one of our loyal listeners. Who, Is that the old Scottish one? The well, who wasn't Scottish. She's not old. Well, no. Oh, the old, old as in she used to live in Scotland. She used to live in Ireland. Live in Ireland. She is Scottish, which is okay. This is where I got confused. But she, I thought, now lives in Toronto. I thought Ireland and Scottish people don't were xenophobic. Don't say something we're gonna have to against each other. No, 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 no. I'll ask her because if they're not xenophobic, why does she get so mad every time I say? She's <laughs> yeah, why would you get mad about me <laughs> constantly? <laughs> Spouting out shit about your nation that I know. If you're not about. racist, why do you get so mad when I call you the wrong race? I don't understand. Um, but she was like, she was like, "Are you guys talking about Don Cherry?" Because like, what the fuck was that comment? Canadian milk is shit. Nobody comes here for the milk. She's like, I fucking hate Canadian hey. dairy. Fuck you, Lorna. Whoa, this is one of our listeners. Do you, you know how many dairy farms are in my family? You can't go do it. Canadian the, dairy farms? Tell them to up their game. No. Tell Levi to stop focusing I'm, on winning fantasy hockey <laughs> and make some quality Is Lorna problems. bitter that Levi won the fantasy hockey championship? That must be it, yeah. And he's a dairy farmer? Yeah. Is that why she think, says she doesn't it. like? We'll, we'll get to the bottom You know what this it. sounds like from Lorna? Sour milk. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, so Don Cherry's insane, um, but he was clearly talking about brown people. Uh, no, he wasn't. Oh, because yeah, because no. because here's here's the giveaway is it, it's that milk and honey line, the utopia. People aren't leaving white countries in pursuit of more opportunity. Mm, that's very people st- are leaving, you know, the other ones, the other countries. So I think, like, if you unpack that a little bit, yeah, he was absolutely... Don Cherry had a specific person in mind when he was going on this rant, and that person was probably not Caucasian. Just saying. Yeah. So um, I just want to reread this one part because this is the part everybody's talking about. So he goes, you go to the small cities and you know, you know, he said that way. Those, the rows on rows you people love, which I feel like he was going to start quoting Flanders Fields and then he just abandoned it mid-sentence because rows on rows is like you talk about where the poppies grow, rows on rows or whatever. It's like that poem Flanders Fields. So he says rows on rows in the middle of a sentence for that pertains to nothing. And he says, so he says, those, the rows on rows you people love. Okay. And that's where... Everybody's getting this you people from, which is what they're saying is the racist part because they're saying whenever somebody says you people, it directly refers. It's one of those. Uh, it's very weighted. Like it's, it's yeah. a loaded phrase. It's like in Tropic Thunder when Robert Downey Jr. is like, what do you mean you people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly like, it. It's like the punchline of. A decade of movies and TV shows where somebody accidentally says you people in front of somebody of color and they're like, what do you mean, you people? So, but the weird thing is, okay, listen to this sentence. The rows on rows you people love. You, ye, come here, whatever. 
Did you type this from scratch? This is verbatim. Oh, okay. This is what he said. It is, you love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you could pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. Ah, he's insane. Yeah. My thing. Yeah. And this is not limited to Don Cherry. A lot of people in both Canada and the U.S. and probably everywhere. Yeah. Care so fucking much about these like tiny dumb oh, the symbols. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's poppies. It's flags. It's a national anthem. It's all this bullshit that it's basically patriotism. It is, but it's not patriotism. Patriotism is like loving your country, yeah. which is fine, and acting in service of your country and acting in a way that makes your country stronger. You know what it's like? It's like people virtue signaling, but they're not signaling their virtue online by saying how good of a person they are because they hate stuff. It's like they're patriotism signaling. They're like, I'm this patriotic because I wore a pop. Yeah, but like you're that, not as patriotic as me because you don't have a pop. That's exactly it. Like you people you, should get. You don't. <laughs> don't fuck. Got to edit that out too. In addition to the other shit, which I already forgot what yeah. I have to edit out. Okay. Um, but it's like you, yeah, like you throw a couple bucks in a fucking thing and you put on a little plastic poppy and that poppy inevitably falls off ten seconds later and then, but like. You don't necessarily love or support the troops more or honor the troops because mm-hmm. you bought this shitty, useless piece of plastic. Like, yeah. that has absolutely no bearing on anything. And I want to make that clear to everyone who is listening to this podcast. You fucking wearing American flag shorts or a fucking plastic poppy or singing the national anthem very loudly or giving a shit if someone kneels or stands for it does not make you a patriotic or good person. It just means you you threw uh, a lot of effort behind this, like, or not even a lot of effort. You threw a tiny amount of effort yeah. into this one shitty symbol or, like, display of patriotism, and you feel like that somehow elevates you above people who don't do that. Very well said. It's like... People who are just using it as an excuse to pick a fight. Yeah. And I was thinking about this because I was like, I was thinking about Don Cherry all day. It was kind of horrible. But anyways, like I was thinking about it, like, because the poppy thing is like, I can't, I forgot to look it up, but it's, it's like a charity for this. Like, the, I don't it's know if it's for Royal veterans. Canadian Legion. Oh yeah. The Royal Canadian Legion. And then I was like, well, we should all give money to the Royal Canadian Legion. That's a worthy cause. And then I was like, wait. Isn't that just making the Canadian military a charity case? And isn't should I mean, that as a patriot be embarrassing that our soldiers need us to give them money and not like like in the states they probably don't care as much about poppies because their soldiers just get a whole bunch of money. What they're until soldiers? they're until they're out of the army, yeah. then they don't give. A I fuck don't even about think them. so. And that's the other fuck. First things first. Yeah, my absolute fucking favorite exchange I saw over this Don Cherry thing was like Don Cherry made his comments. Yeah, and the Royal Canadian Legion, which Don Cherry made his comments about immigrants not wearing poppies and how yeah. fucking awful that was. The Royal Canadian Legion sent a tweet being like, "Hey, we don't agree with Don Cherry's statements." Do you like, want me to read the tweet? Because I copied it. You can, but yeah. can I? Yeah, yeah. say your thing first. So this is the Royal Canadian Legion tweet. This came out in two pieces, but I'm just going to read it as one. 
Mr. Cherry's personal opinion was hurtful, divisive, and in no way condoned by the Legion. We do remain appreciative of his passionate support for veterans. We know many new Canadians understand and welcome the tradition of the red poppy and will continue to educate all citizens about the significance of this powerful symbol. Okay, so some guy read this. Some guy who was a Don Cherry supporter read this tweet, this statement, and tweeted out, fuck you, I'll never buy a red poppy again. And I was just like, it has come full circle because now this guy is never going to buy a poppy to shun the organization that makes poppies because Don Cherry made comments about immigrants not wearing poppies. Yeah. Uh, It was just too fucking perfect. The second point that I wanted to make, um, America and to a lesser extent Canada treats their veterans like shit. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole the military basically exists to recruit um, predominantly people from low incomes without yeah. the ability to like go into college, recruits them into the, the military, yeah. uh, offers them uh, a college education, offers yeah. them, you know, training or whatever the fuck they yeah. get. Uh, and then uh, after they serve, they're basically like come back home, no social support, no yeah. benefits, like nothing they're turned loose like the the uh, fuck america has a huge homeless veterans problem if you want to see a perfect depiction of this watch the movie rambo first blood because he comes back from (laughs) war and nobody likes him because they think he's like a transient 'er ne'er-do-well and then he ends up fighting the local cops and then he says they drew first blood it's their fault it's like this big thing but yeah so um the the military industrial complex recruits these people sends them off to fight their battles yeah uh and then brings them home and just like basically fucking abandons them uh and you have all these dipshits who think they're supporting the military by standing for the national anthem or shooting off red white and blue fireworks and that is not the fucking case at all yeah i know what you should do is support the veterans and I'm seeing a lot of uh, not only the lest we forget, but there's another you see it on Remembrance Day, too, where it says you are not forgotten. And it's trying to support the veterans from the war who are still around and like not not necessarily just the veterans from World War One and two, but all the veterans thereafter. And then. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so in the States, they celebrate Veterans Day. Yeah. On. um on November 11th. Okay. They celebrate Memorial Day. Yeah. In May. Yeah. That's like their May long weekend. Yeah. Veterans Day is for all veterans. Oh, okay. And that's not like a big holiday in the States. Yeah. But Memorial Day, which is for the dead veterans specifically, oh. is a big holiday. That makes sense why it'd be called Memorial Day. Yeah. But... Why wouldn't you, cel- why wouldn't you celebrate the living veterans just as hard as the dead ones? That's a good point. Huh? Yeah. Makes you think. You should probably celebrate the living ones a little bit harder than you celebrate the dead ones because the living ones are still around to appreciate it. Yeah. And imagine only having like shitty birthday parties up until you die. And then on your birthday every year, all your friends get together and throw like a fucking bomb ass party. If and any, you're not there to appreciate it. If anybody I know has any fun after I'm dead, I will be <laughs> so fucking pissed and I'll haunt the shit out of everybody. This podcast will be just me sitting here 
have, trying to have exchange with imaginary Dale and yeah. then, like breaking down and sobbing into a microphone. And then I'll like move a cup an inch and be like, wow, that's a lot of effort. This whole haunting thing is a lot harder than I thought it would be. I'm going to go play some ghost video games. (laughs) Dude, I heard ghost video games are the best. Jesus Christ. Dude, I did so much more research on this. There's one thing. Okay, so. Oh, I didn't even bring this up. Do you know we're 40 minutes into this episode? Do you want to just push through and not take a break? I mean, yeah. Let's just, just talk do, about Don Cherry the entire just time. Just Don Cherry. Okay. So my main problem with this, like I said before, yeah, Don Cherry should have been fired. But not for this, but just because he's problematic. He's 85. He shouldn't be on the air because he rambles. But the way Sportsnet fired him is fucking disgusting. Like, so basically Don Cherry says everybody needs – he says he sh- like it's funny because in a TV interview, Don Cherry said, "If I would have just said everybody instead of you people, I would have had a job. I would still have a job." But so he's lambasting people for not supporting the veterans and buying poppies. So Sportsnet fires him on Remembrance Day. Like I, I loved it. That is fucking classless. I no, I I love that. I did not love that. I love. That's like they're like. Fucking difference. I mean, you know why it's classless and disgusting? Because it gives more power to Don Cherry. Because he's like, people need to care more about the poppies and Remembrance Day and all this stuff. And then Sportsnet's like, oh, guess what? We obviously don't give a fuck about Remembrance Day. See ya. Well, I mean, yeah, the shitty thing was that they took this solemn day of Remembrance, which, like, I don't know how solemn anything is anymore due to social media. Um, but they, like, they basically just dropped a bomb in the news cycle where it was like, okay, instead of people talking about Remembrance Day for Remembrance Day reasons, yeah. they're going to talk about it for Don Cherry reasons. Yeah. Um, How long do you think there's going to be like hashtag remember? It's just going to be Don Cherry's face on a poppy. Dude, ever, we... Okay. Edit that out so we can make money. Mer- I was going to say merch idea. But and then underneath it'll be like, but we still don't like Don Cherry. No, just so people. No, actually, let's you know we even. This could be the point. You know how we always joke about pivoting to the right. Yeah, this could be it. Wait, why? I don't agree with Don Cherry at all. Yeah, but I don't agree with the people agreeing with Don Cherry. You know who has disposable income? Oh, the right, tons rich white people who are right wing. So we don't actually pivot to the right. We just exploit them because. They like to spend money on dumb shit. Oh, yeah. Like, and they're never going to listen to the podcast. So we still have the same podcast. Yeah. We start a ghost company under a different name, and then we make the Don Cherry poppies. You could call – we could do Don Cherry head poppies. Yeah. We could do – oh, fuck. We could do bumper stickers. Yeah. We could do T-shirts. We could get uh, – what's that website called where you can like make all this shit basically and people just order directly from your store? We uh, could get you to design – Oh, dude, yeah. A Don Cherry poppy thing yeah. right now. I bet we would make at least $100. You know what else we do? We make one that's pro Don Cherry and one that's negative Don, or against Don Cherry 
And then we'll say, let's let the people decide. You vote by buying one. And then people will be incensed to share their opinion to the void Only we by giving me money. Don't tell Us people money. that they're voting. We keep yeah. the two stores separate so that people think uh, they're buying legitimate pro or yeah. anti-Don Cherry merchandise. It'll be and like we get more money. It'll be like the IRA in Russia, the Internet Research Agency. It's like the IRA. Where they, <laughs> start, Russia now? they start two competing groups on Facebook and then get them to fight each other just to sow discord. But instead of sowing national discord in the states will just be sowing my bank account our bank account yeah what was that bullshit nothing your bank account yeah no our bank account i mean you're doing literally all of the design work because i get to sign but i will take credit for the idea yeah and take half the money okay here's what i'm okay with you taking credit for the idea in case people hate it okay because Like every other artist I know, I'm secretly a coward. <laughs> secretly? <laughs> Just kidding. No. Just kidding, artists. We're all going to change the world. <laughs> We're going to tell people how dumb they are for their opinions, and then they'll just change them. Uh, That's Don, how art works. Don Cherry's shithead tour. So he basically doubled down. He refused to apologize even after he was fired, which, like, he's oh, fucking I have, 85. I have that quote, too. Okay, yeah. T- do oh, it. Do uh, it. So, do um... It. Dale did so much research for this episode. So this was in an interview with Sirius XM radio on the day after. And then um, this is what he said. They're afraid. I mean, look what happened to me. Cherry told host Jeff Samut. Yikes. Did you think I said that so bad? Race A little racistly. Well, look at it. That says Samut or Samut. Anyways, Derek's not touching it because he's obviously smarter than me. Anyways. So Don Cherry said, they're afraid. I mean, look what happened to me. And they're afraid, and that's the way it is. And I'm not afraid, never have been afraid, and I pay for it with my job. Canada hasn't changed. It's just that the people that follow me keep their mouths shut. That's Don Cherry's opinion of it. What? He was saying all the people agree with him, but nobody's willing to step up because they're afraid. Oh. So, like you said, he doubled down with dumb shit. Yeah, when, and then he went on fucking Tucker Carlson's show in the States to... Who's Tucker Carlson? Tucker, oh, Tucker Carlson used to be on... Uh, Is this that, like, flaming right-wing stuff you watch and you just expect me to know about? Yeah. Okay. I he's know. like the... He wears bow ties and he's got a very chubby face and he basically just like... Okay, do you not know who this guy is? No. Oh, God, I would love to have your brain there's, <laughs> where I just don't There's an know easy way that Tucker Carlson to exists. not have to watch Tucker Carlson. Oh, boy. to not watch Tucker Carlson. There is that. But, I mean, he, he's always on the TL. Just call him fucker Tarlson. Nice. <laughs> Sick burn. It's like Turdo. <laughs> <laughs> Still going back to that. Uh, Tucker Carlson is, yeah, this like right wing shithead on Fox News, but he basically uh, had Don Cherry. So now the Don Cherry uh, saga has been amplified across the United States to the right wing audience there, um, which uh, predictably people are calling for. Okay, so there is even more fallout from this in that. Uh, a so a bunch of people are mad that Don Cherry got fired, and there's yeah. the I stand with Don Cherry hashtag, and yeah. there's 
uh, people hopefully spending a fuck ton of money buying merchandise featuring Don Cherry and a poppy design uh, from a really good podcast hosted by two very handsome dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but there was uh, a co-host on what's the um, the view, but for Canada, I it's like know. the for like four or five white ladies sitting around a table talking about this white lady stuff. The more you describe this, the more sad I am that I missed it because this show sounds amazing. Uh, anyway, one of the one of the co-hosts on this show made a comment disparaging white hockey families. Uh, so now there's the predictable outcry being like, well, if Don Cherry got fired for being racist, why can this white lady be racist against white people? Wait, uh, what did she say bad about white hockey families? Do you want me to... Like, did she bring up my name? She's like, this guy I know, Dale DeRuiter, hated hockey the entire sport because of how he was treated in high school here. because white hockey players are garbage. Is that what she said? Because uh, if she said that, I'll probably have to agree with her. But it turns out not all hockey players are garbage because... You know, she actually said basically the exact same thing you did. What? Uh, she said, I don't worship at the altar of hockey. I never have, Alan said. Maybe it's because of, of where I grew up and going to a couple of different universities. There's a certain type of person in my mind, in my experience, who does. Yeah. Alan Gate continued rapist. saying, Jesus, fuck Dale. <laughs> now we're going to get canceled. Uh, Alan continued saying, and they all tended to be white boys who weren't, let's say, very nice. They were not generally thoughtful. They were often bullies yeah that is very true that's why i hated hockey. none of that is factually incorrect what i'm saying is the reason one of the things one of the reasons i started to like hockey again was that isn't all hockey players that's just shitty high school men who happen to play high or who happen to play hockey it's not you're not an asshole because you play hockey you're just an asshole most likely because you're a pent-up teenager. Yeah. Well, you're you're a teenager. You're the worst kind of teenager. You're the teenager who's been taught uh, to believe that they matter. Oh, um, yeah. And There's, that's the problem. Don't stop giving teenagers hope. Like every other teenager just feels like awkward and horribly out of place yeah. and like shitty about themselves. And they come through on the other side relatively well adjusted. I think that whole self-hatred breeds a sense of humility that makes them more well-rounded and balanced. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you go through the worst years of any person's life feeling fucking great about yourself and thinking you're king shit, you're you're, going to be a sociopath. Like, that's the only outcome. You are going to come out on the other side uh, with a bunch of, like, simmering issues just barely below the surface Mm -hmm. and you're gonna act like a total asshole to people the rest of your life because of that yeah and that's just the way it works and it's not because of your color or the sport you played it's just because somebody told you were worth something and they shouldn't have yeah because you know what (laughs) you're not (laughs) and the more we all realize this and the more we go through our jaded phase and then come out the other end a little bit dead inside but well adjusted. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say well adjusted. I'd say better adjusted. Yeah. Just, you know, not as unadjusted. 
Yeah. As other people. I can't even say unobnoxious because a no, lot we're, of us we're are We're definitely obnoxious. obnoxious. Uh, anyway, so tons of people. The people who support Don Cherry are calling, uh, again, in the total absence of any context or brain power whatsoever. They're saying that her comments were racist against white people and she should also be fired, which... Like, I'm not going to say she should be fired, but if we're firing people just because they're racist... I don't want to be that guy who's like, yo, we got to fire the people who are racist against white people. But if we're firing people on the basis that they're racism and it's intolerable. But I agree with her. Like she had she obviously had something traumatic happen to her at the hands of a hockey. Yeah, of probably a hockey many player things. in college, which doesn't make all hockey players bad. It just means the dickheads that she ran into were bad. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't even think – I don't know if a – if a person – like, could she be racist against white people? Yeah, she's definitely racist. She's not racist against white – I'm going to read you the comment again, specifically. Well, she's racist against white hockey players, apparently. Okay. A hockey player is not a race, Dale. One of the definitions of racism is when you judge a group of people the same way from a small sampling of that group and expect them all to act the same. So she said, no, that's stereotyping. That's not racism. Racism Racism is is stereotyping. Racism is stereotyping based on race. Yeah. But stereotyping... You can have stereotyping without racism, but you can't have racism without stereotyping. Uh, Uh, Smart guy, uh, yeah. She said they all tended... She said there's a certain type of person in my experience, Mm -hmm. and they all tended to be white boys. So she's speaking from her own personal experience. Yeah. Saying that they were white boys who weren't nice. They were bullies. They were... And... You said the same thing. Yeah. How, what what race were the hockey players that you encountered white. in Enderby? What? <laughs> in Enderby, British Columbia. Farm yeah. Town. There's a lot of dickhead white people. Farm town. Yeah. See. Okay. See, uh, is that racism, though? No, because I don't hate all white people. Mmm. Mm. But a lot of the people I hate are white. Mmm. Yeah. Me? I'm not... I'm not racist because I don't actively try to stop races from gainful opportunities based on their color, whether they're white or whatever color that I don't want to say out loud because it'll make me sound problematic. I think you can you can say you can make observations yeah. on a race yeah. without being racist. Yeah. Like profiling. Like you can pretend well. you can pretend you're looking you're the FBI and you're looking for a serial killer and you're like certain groups of people act a certain way. Like if I were to say Don't hockey don't, players say, don't say it. in high school act a certain way when they do like hazing and stuff like that, that's profiling. Yeah. And that's stereotyping. Yeah. But it's founded because a lot of high school hockey players do do a lot of hazing. Yeah. Truth is an absolute defense against anything. Like yeah. that's – you are not making factually <laughs> – OK. But what if you do something like if you're talking yeah. and you're like, hey. You people. D- like you say that. 
you're immediately fired. In my experience, yeah. all the Asian people that yeah. I grew up with yeah. were very good yeah. at math. Then I'm not saying all Asians it, are good at math. No. I'm saying, in my experience, the Asians that I knew in high school... Did we know different Asians? Great at math. Because I know some Asians who aren't that good at I don't math. actually think I knew any Asians in high school. I was just, I think... So this is just your, like, random, stereotypically racist we are from point. We are from the whitest town on earth. I think there was one Asian family and one yeah. black family in Salmon Arm when we went there. Yeah. Probably hasn't diversified much over the uh, years. I think there's two Asian families in Enderby. Like <laughs> they doubled up. And I don't remember if immigration. I don't remember. It's a roving Canadian culture. Yeah. See, the, the thing about like, but that's not racist. You're Canada speaking from- has always been built on immigrants and stuff. It was just yeah. until a point, it was all white immigrants, white European immigrants, like and. There was a lot of problematic times where, like, people didn't like Polish people and they called them, like, what did they say? I don't know. There's, like, in, like, if you watch something from the 70s, there's all this, like, jokes against Poles and how they are unintelligent and stuff. And then people didn't like Russians and then people didn't like Ukrainians. And there's all this, like, there's all this, like, hatred fired at each other. But it's just, like, people just hate people. I totally lost my point. Anyways. Canada has always been built on immigrants. And it's like, if you say Canadian, there's no color attributed to that. Like, I was also thinking about this. Like, Well, there should be. But the people who talk about things like, and Don Cherry is one of these fuckers for sure, who talk about things like Canadian values. Like, Canadian values is uh, basically a dog whistle for, like, white North American values. Like, Christian white North Americans. There you go. Yeah. Um, and that that's what Canadian values, whereas like actual Canadian values are the shit you're talking about, like multiculturalism yeah. and diversity and like strength in numbers and being able, one of the like uh, enduring lessons from elementary school social studies and like yeah. basically the one thing that stuck with me from elementary school was when you compared uh, America yeah. and Canada yeah. And America was the melting pot where everyone was expected to like assimilate and yeah. assume American culture and an American cultural identity. We call that naturalizing now. Okay. That's oh, like, wow, it's been, <laughs> that's the term that European countries <laughs> use. Where, like in Sweden, if you move to Sweden, it doesn't matter where you're from, you have to naturalize and make an effort to show that you're, um, blending in to the society you live in in the city. Like they have, they've deported like American people because they didn't naturalize properly. That's fucked up to me. Um, And and the difference with Canada is is that Canada was the mosaic where you could like, you could come to Canada. It was the multicultural rainbow. Yeah. And you could, you could maintain your cultural identity from wherever you came from, but you could still contribute to like, to you could identify as part of the great nation of Canada while not having to like turn your back on fucking like decades or centuries of history and cultural history that made you who you were. Yeah. Um, And the funny thing is I'm one of those people. Like my dad was a landed immigrant until he was like 50 or something. Like he didn't get his full citizenship because he came over from Holland when he was three. So I grew up in a home that had a second language. We had 
cultural events like every New Year. They're, it's all like dumb Dutch stuff. So people don't really count it as cultural stuff. But there's like – like I had wooden shoes when I was a kid. We ate these things called oily ballin, which is basically like donuts. Oily ballin? Oily ballin. It's basically just oily balls. It's like a dough ball that you deep fry. Then you dip in icing sugar. It's like you know – the, Dutch donuts. God damn. Yeah, you Look at the, these things. You know the donut Dutchie? Like that's yeah. basically what it is. It's like a donut Woo! with raisins and then you dip it. Traditionally it's so made, it served as a snack or breakfast on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Yeah. I'm, so that's I'm what we whipping did. up a batch this year. Yeah. And then. I'm not even Dutch. So like my grandma spoke both languages or whatever. So I got, I got this like, I guess I got to be fully Canadian because I had two cultures going on. Like I had whatever I was trying to do to fit in with the cool kids at school. And then I'd go home and on the weekends I'd be spoken to in a different language that I didn't understand. I guess. So and I, I respect that a lot more. Like I like yeah. that people can come here and because a lot of people, um, you know, culture is something that, that kind of trans it's like, uh, you know, you have family values, you have cultural values, you have, uh, culture, and your home culture is one of the things that like really contributes to a person's identity. Yeah. And forcing a person to give that up mm-hmm. to just like assimilate American yeah. culture or wherever seems totally fucked to me. Like if I had to give up my love of cheese just so I could be a Canadian, I would have been very unhappy yeah. about it. But I will say the flip side of that is that Canada has a much weaker uh, national identity and and even culture on its own than yeah. America. Like America has a very strong brand. It has a very strong culture. Canada, you're like, uh, we're polite. Some, not, some of us talk not. funny. Oh, yeah. Not, well, once you hit 85, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> politeness goes out the window. I think Canadian culture is it's cold up here, like you said before. Uh, fur trappers and stuff like that. But yeah, like you're saying, there's like, if you say Canadian, everybody just says like all these different pieces of cultural pockets throughout Canada, which is great because one of my favorite things is eating other cultures food because when I was growing up, I pretty much had bland white person food and I didn't get to eat like delicious like curries or... Thai food or anything like that. So now that's the one of the best things about Vancouver is we have all these different cultural restaurants that we could just go to and experience other cultures with our mouths, which is the way they should all be experienced. Yeah. But what is so living in Vancouver and this is something I bitch about all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't have Canadian cuisine like you have French Canadian food in Montreal. Well, there's the keg. Damn, fuck. What? It's bland and it's meat. Yeah, but that's that's, that's not even Canadian. That's like steakhouses are like oh, an American. Oh, that's true. Thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess like the the most like Pacific Northwest culture would be like white spot salmon. Oh yeah, like fish and salmon. Yeah, like smoked like, salmon and like maybe like the candy, maple candied salmon. Yeah, that's pretty Canadian. Which I don't even like. I'm gonna let everyone in a little secret here. Uh, maple flavor is garbage. You and I do not like it. Shut your stupid mouth. <laughs> I don't. Anything maple is fucking disgusting. No, I hate it. No, maple donuts are shit. Maple donuts are delicious. I can trace this back to uh, there was a 
uh, American microbrewery that put out a maple bacon beer. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, I drank it, and it was the most fucking god-awful thing I've ever tasted. I do still eat bacon, but I hate maple flavor ever since So you don't like syrup? Maple syrup. It's overrated. I would much rather put like, you know what's good on pancakes? What? Peanut butter. What? Come at me. Get out of my country, you un-Canadian Or like person. a different kind. Uh, what, they oh, wait. Like those fancy syrups? Oh, yeah. Like strawberry. Yeah, like a fruit like a fruit syrup. Yeah. And like butter syrup. Yeah, give me that I shit. I never liked. Fucking ma- maple. Man. Oh, man. I love maple flavor so much. Like maple lattes. Although, oh, fuck. Where was that? That's place? Canadian. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Like a latte with maple in it. Yeah. Maple, basically anything is Canadian. Actually... You know, one of the reasons why I love maple so much is I think I already talked about this when me and Matt McLaren lived together and we were poor and we had coffee, but we didn't have money for sugar, but we had this big jug of maple syrup. (laughs) So I would sweeten my coffee with maple syrup. Wait, maple syrup is expensive. Maple syrup is more expensive than sugar. Yeah, but when his mom like took him to Costco and got him some like essentials. And one of the essentials was a big, <laughs> big jug of maple syrup, just a big jug of Aunt Jemima's <laughs> maple syrup. Why, why wouldn't you need that? And still to this day, sometimes I'll just sweeten my coffee with maple syrup. It's uh, we went to that ice cream spot in new West uh, where they put, they took saucer of ice cream. We did. Wasn't it on your birthday. We went there. That, like, French-Canadian place where they had the hot dogs and the poutine, and then they, we got those soft-serve cones, and they put, like, maple butter or something on top of it. Do you not remember this? It was fucking fantastic. I don't think it was on my birthday. That was, yeah, because we went to the Mexican the Mexican restaurant for dinner. Wasn't that your birthday? Oh, uh, no, because you were gone for my actual... No, yeah, because that was our my actual birthday. Yeah, I was gone for your party. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, no, we did. This is now turning into Dale and I remember food we've eaten. No, this is Dale and I remember food badly that Dale... <laughs> doesn't remember eating <laughs> until you have to jog his memory but yeah, and then he remembers maple is garbage canada doesn't really have like outside of french canada french canadian cuisine is the fucking bomb but outside of that oh well, yeah like corned beef and or, shit well like uh yeah like the montreal smoked meat sandwiches oh yeah uh tortier uh yeah ragu uh what's ragu it's like this oh my dad makes it every year for christmas my grandma used to make it it's this it's basically uh Meatballs, yeah, and pork hocks, nice, like slow cooked pork hocks in like brown gravy, and that's it. You just get a bowl of it's like just gravy and gravy. meat. Yeah, that sounds it's amazing. Fucking, I'll bring some back for you this year because my dad makes a big ass batch every Christmas. Okay, so it's you know my what? Favorite food in the world. My mom made that was uh, Dutch. That to this day I can't fucking stand. I think it's called stoompot or something, but it's Google basically it. potatoes. Carrots, onions, all mashed up and smashed together, and it's disgusting. That sounds off. Where's the meat? There is no meat. Why would you not? Because it's gross. Stew pot. Yeah, is that what it is? Well, I don't know. It's just showing a picture of a pot. Oh, yeah. Although, you know what is a good, what is an amazing slash hilarious contribution that the Dutch have given the world? Dutch ovens. The farting thing? No, there's actually <laughs> it's actually a baking thing. It's like it's like a slow cooker. Oh, yeah, the enamel thing. Yeah, I yeah, love that those. you put in the oven. Uh-huh. It's basically like a slow cooker that you don't plug in because it's like a roast pan, but it's ceramic. It's I don't know. It's like a casserole dish. I don't know. It's like yeah, it's like those clear casserole dishes, but it's not clear, 
and it cooks stuff slower than them. It's also when you fart under a blanket yeah. and then pull that blanket over someone else's head and yeah. hold them in your fart until they suffocate and die. Have you ever done that? No, absolutely. I, I told that I, I threatened to do it to Andrea once. She said she would break up with me if I ever did it. <laughs> I like that she drew that line in the sand because yeah. now you'll never do it. <laughs> Maybe when you hit Don Cherry age, you're like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Just push fi- the fire me from this yeah. relationship. Yeah, no. It, w- it would more be like if I did that to her, I wouldn't be sleeping that night because she would just be like yelling at me the entire night because I farted and made her smell it. I mean, I smelled her farts. They're not it, whether you're pulling a blanket. Oh, or I'm not saying she's not. not justified in that. Yeah, no, she's she's smelling them either way. Because if somebody if somebody farted and they smelled like mine and they did that to me, I would go crazy. Anyway. I would I would yell all night too. This podcast got off the rails, but uh, in conclusion, oh wait wait wait, before we wrap up, I wrote down something. That is the best damning evidence against Don Cherry. Wait, what? how have we not covered this already? This Because uh, I wanted to save it till the end. Okay. So, there's this thing called... I it? fucking hate when you prepare for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the, they end up being the longest. <laughs> yeah, they do. But I would say I like them because they make me sound smart. They but do. Usually I end up reading out loud and then that just destroys just Nobody needs to story. know that. Okay. So there's this thing called Refugee 613, and it's a group that was set up to help Syrian refugees in 2015 come over. So it helps them, like, kind of climatize to Canada and stuff. And so Refugee 613 released these tweets of the recent immigrants who were wearing poppies. And they asked these recent immigrants why they were wearing poppies. And... They only give, like, one name. Like, they don't give their full name, I guess, for anonymity. So there's a girl named Mona, and she says, My child and I wear the poppy to pay respect to Canada. We are part of this country, and it's important to respect the beliefs, especially when it comes to people they have lost. And then Abdullah says, I am an asylum seeker. For me, wearing the poppy means being compassionate for Canadians and their history. The simplest thing I can do is to mark important events and share their beliefs. Oh, Way to assimilate there, uh, Abdullah. Yeah, and then there's Sondos. The poppy reminds me of people who defended their land and country, who paid their lives so we could live freely and independently in Canada, and to make Canada the most wonderful country in the world. And then finally, Issam says, I wear the poppy with pride above my heart as a sign of respect and appreciation for those who sacrificed so much to make Canada one of the greatest countries in the world, and now my family's homeland. May their souls rest in peace. I mean, those really highlight something, and I think this is something that's true in both Canada yeah. and the U.S., is that immigrants love our fucking countries oh my God. more than we ever could oh my because, God. Yeah. because they had to fucking fight and, like, abandon, like, everything they ever knew and loved and, like, uh, flee persecution in a lot of cases, like, just to come to these countries that offered them, like, hope and opportunity. And, like, uh, someone like you and me, like, we were born here. Yeah. I take all this shit for granted. Oh, like definitely. Like I haven't had to flee anything. I've never worried for my life. I've never like if I was worrying for my life, it was a result of my own dumb fuck decision. And it, and it was kind of superficial, like, oh, that guy's gonna kill me. Not like 
he's going to actually kill me with machetes. Like, yeah. He's going to beat me up. And to us, that means, like, kill me. But, like, like we have never had pure, honest, mortal danger that we had fully realized. None whatsoever. And hopefully we don't have that ever in our lives. That would be great. But just the fact that we've never had that and we're – I'm 40 or 39 puts us, like, so far ahead of all these immigrants that are coming here. Yeah, and that's what – I think that's what really pisses me off when people yeah. spout off with this, like, anti-immigrant, oh. anti-immigrant bullshit because, like, yeah. uh, immigrants by and large are, like uh, – some of the hardest working people I know oh, people dude. who like just have like a deep rooted appreciation for the opportunities they're being given in this country. Yeah. Um, and people who, uh, really value, uh, value the country they're in, the community mm-hmm. they're in. Like they, they fucking love that shit because they know how it would be if Canada didn't give this opportunity to them. Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think most of the people railing against shit like that are just, uh, I hate this word because of the fucking like it's just been used so much by like left. Yeah. But like we're we're all privileged. We're privileged oh, idiots yeah. uh, who will never really understand what opportunity this country has given to other people. Yeah, the best or one of the main things I've realized since I switched to trades from graphic design is there's always so many immigrants in trades, and they are like you said, hard workers, and everybody's like saying these immigrants are taking our jobs, but it's like no. They're working harder than you for less money than you because they're a hardier person because they had true hardships in their life. That is not a problem of them and you shouldn't hate them for that. You should hate your employer who's exploiting them by paying them less <coughs> money than they're worth. Yeah. Like, and that's what it is. Like yeah. it's not it's not the immigrants are coming here and being like, hey, I'll, I'll work for less money if you cut that white guy out of a job. Yeah. It's – I will work for less money because all I want to do is care for my fucking family so that we don't have to go back to a place where we'll be murdered for our religious or political beliefs. Uh, It's fucked. Yeah. Man. It is. And if you get a chance to work with immigrants, do it because they are delightful. Yeah. The best – they always have a sense of humor. I've never met – like I've never worked on something physical with somebody who is an immigrant and they weren't up for joking around. Like I worked with this Irish guy and we would just joke around all the time. I worked with this Korean guy. There was a bit of a language barrier, but we joked around. <laughs> There's this Russian guy at work who is the thickest accent who is probably my favorite to joke around with because he's like he's like the opposite of Don Cherry. Like he's this super old white guy, but all of his jokes are like kind of like dad jokes, but he says them with a Russian accent. So it's I guess it's like a remix of the dad joke. But yeah, anyways, before I just spout off about all these like foreign people I worked with, it's been a lot. Pro not all over the globe. I don't think I've worked with. What was that? Me forgetting to mute my computer. <laughs> Good thing I have so few notifications coming in. Yeah. All right. Um, do. Nope. I do not want to talk about anything else. Yeah. But that's I'm, it. That's a good episode. I've gone through a portion of my notes. Oh, I do. <laughs> no, it was most of my notes. Like I had, I had. Oh, I covered a fraction of my notes here in this hour-long <laughs> podcast episode. Um, we will tweet because it took me a while to find the whole Don Cherry Poppy video. Like I said, the one I did the transcribing from because I kept finding people picking it up halfway through, like right before he says "you people," and. 
the video I found also has the Poppy promo I was talking about. So people can like just see the whole thing and it gives them context. Hopefully it doesn't like, I don't know. I just like having more information than less information so I can base my own opinion on it. Like me and Derek are pretty much Don Cherry's a tard. He should have been fired. He's an idiot. He shouldn't say all these bad things. I say he should have been fired a long time ago because he's 85. Agree. He's been problematic since the go and he's too old to be on TV. But I mean, come to your own conclusion, watch the video and then be like, well, whatever. Uh, Following up on that, I would like to add that it doesn't fucking matter what your actual opinion is because Don Cherry has been fired and the rest of the world is moving forward. Oh, and another thing about, sorry to keep jumping back in. One of the things was I was like, oh, now that he's fired, he's definitely going to get all these job offers. I was like, wait, he's 85. Yeah, he's 85. And he can barely That's a liability. Talk. And it's... I mean, he could, he he could actually have a heart attack words. or like stroke out yeah. on air. I don't know if anyone wants to take that I mean, what's he going to do? Go to the States and run for president against Bernie Sanders and <laughs> Donald Trump? He could. <laughs> Be in that age range? All right. We good? I think we're good. All right. Hey. Thanks for tuning in to this very Don Cherry-centric episode of Outrage Factory. (laughs) I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can find me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can follow us on Twitter, where we never tweet, or on Facebook, where we occasionally post at whatever.com slash OutrageFactPod. We're going to tweet. We we keep saying it. We're going to do it. We're going to get there. I'm going to make you give me the login, and I'm going to make problematic tweets. And then I'm going to say, you did it, and then... That's fine. Just refer to all of our followers as you people, and I will uh, I'll take the fall for that. Dude, do you know how hard it is Don't. not to make that the punchline of every single joke I've had in the last two days at work and in private? I mean, I said it like four times on the podcast. You did. I hope so. it's out of your system at least for, uh, for a little while. Yeah, I think it will. Uh, I mean... I'll just wait till somebody else says something problematic yeah. and then ape them and be like, no, it's funny because I'm saying it ironically. I'm not actually a bad person. <laughs> way to go. Um, if you came across this podcast accidentally, please hit the subscribe button. And if you've listened to more than one episode and you uh, generally like us and think we're OK, please yeah. feel free to uh, rate, uh, review and or tell your friends about us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Uh, if you really like us, send us some money on uh, Patreon. Where Or pictures of your smiles. Aw, cute. I would rather have the money. <laughs> uh, until next week. Stay angry.